0: Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus, and transform Hoxton. It's Luke chapter 2, verse 46 to 49. So most of the Gospels sort of skip Jesus' childhood entirely. He goes from being being an adult to being a fully, uh, from being a baby to being an adult, pretty much instantly. It's only in Luke that we get a story about what he did as a child, about some of his words, some of his actions, some of the people he met. So when he was about 12, he and his parents went to Jerusalem. They were going to take part in uh, one of the festivals. And they went with their extended family, a whole group of them. And they spent their time there. And then Mary and Joseph turned to leave. And they go from Jerusalem, heading home. And it takes them three days to realize that Jesus isn't with them. how big their party was. It's probably, they just assumed it was somewhere at the back, being looked after by an aunt or an uncle, or something like that. And that's where our passage picks up. Verse 46. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? That's it. That's sort of his, uh, the youngest words of Jesus that we have. Why were you searching for me? Didn't you know that this was where I would be? That I would be in my father's house? See, it's just two questions, isn't it? Just two questions. Why? Why were you searching for me? Didn't you know that I'd be here in my father's house? But I think that these two questions, although they're incredibly simple, they're quite obvious on the face of it, they actually turn the world upside down. They point to something completely different. They answer two questions. They answer the question of, who is he? Who is Jesus? And they answer the question of, who is he for us? See, did you notice that there's a double use of the word father? Mary says that your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. And Jesus says that he is in his father's house. See, Jesus doesn't deny that Joseph is his father. He doesn't say, that's not my father. He doesn't deny his humanity, his... His nature, his mother, and his father. But then he also claims another father, God. He says that the temple is his father's house. He claims his divinity. See, in that one sentence, we can see everything. The truth of who this Jesus is opens like a book. He claims to be Jesus, the Son of God, the one who sits upon the throne of heaven, surrounded by angels worshipping for eternity. And he also claims to be the one born in mud and muck to the virgin in the stable. He claims to be the one that sits upon the dusty stones of earth to teach his people about him. He sacrificed his throne in heaven for the dust of the earth. And then was sacrificed to raise us from dust to his throne. See, so in that one sentence, in that one question, didn't you know I would be here in my father's house? It opens everything up. We can see that God came from heaven to earth to live with his people, to live with people like you and like me. And through him, the people who were lost, people who are broken, will be found and will be made whole. That is who he is in his father's house at the age of 12, sitting in the dust. But what about the second question? Who is he to us? That comes from the first part of his question. Why were you searching for me? See, uh, when my brother was about six, he got lost as well. And, he, uh, you know, he's not God incarnate. Uh, so it was a bit of a different event. But when he was six, my family went to the uh, Sherwood Forest experience, the Robin Hood sort of wonderland. And my brother ran away. And my parents freaked out. My mum started screaming. I was two. They sort of just handed me over to my great-aunt. My mum starts screaming. My dad runs to every uh, one of the security guards, and he's like, help me. I've lost my son. He's six. And they search everywhere, and they gather all of the employees, and they search, and they search, and they search. And it lasts for about 30 minutes. And then someone says, we found him. We found your son. We've got him. So my mum runs, she runs with this guy. And my dad, With me, he's, uh, at that point, he was looking after me and my siblings. But My mom runs, and she's look, guided through the back of this uh, wonderland, through into the staff area. And there's my brother, at the age of six, sitting on Maid Marian's lap, being fed cookies and ice cream. And he just looks at her. I can't really do the face, I'll try, but he did something like this. So, like, full childish delight. And he's like, You thought I was lost? No, this is exactly where I want to be. You're my mum. You're going to be mad at me and tell me off. Maid Marian's got cookies. And that's what Jesus is doing here. Not quite the same. God doesn't have cookies in that way. But he's saying that this is his place of safety, that his parents thought he was lost. His parents thought that everything had gone wrong, but actually, it was all right. What, why on earth were they searching for him? He's the God of all things. He's safe. He knows it because he's lived with God for eternity. He's part of God. He knows that the presence of God is safety. He knows that in the presence of God, there is only love. And he knows something else. He knows that by walking this earth, that by being God incarnate on earth, by dying and rising again, he brings God's presence down. He brings it through the Holy Spirit into the lives of all who followed him. If you like, he takes the cookies of made Mary and he distributes them to everyone, flinging them down from heaven. So it's in that question, why were you searching? In that question, there's a promise. There's a promise of safety for all who wrap their lives around God, for all who cling to him desperately, knowing that here they are safe, here they are found, here they matter. It's not necessarily a physical safety. It's not the sort of promise of an easy life, of unlimited money, of even food on the table, although that can be part of it. But it's a promise of a home of something much more important of belonging of knowing where it is we go of knowing that there is someone travelling this world next to us so it's in these two questions that we see who Jesus is God born on earth, God come to talk to people like you and people like me people 2000 years ago people today and people 2,000 years in the future in two simple questions. That's what we're going to spend the rest of November looking at, unpacking this theme, finding out more about these words. Thanks for listening to the St John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. and Do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.